0: Let me tell you something. There is no nobility in poverty. I have been a rich man and I have been a poor man and I choose rich every fucking time. Because at least as a rich man, when I have to
1: face my problems, I show up in the back of a limo wearing a $2,000 suit and a $40,000 gold fucking watch.
0: Interrupt your regularly scheduled program for this special report.
1: What for drama,
0: drama.
1: Showtime. Happy Friday. Hope you made it through the week okay. Thank you all for joining us on this journey as we wrap up Season 2 of Blunt Force Drama. We have been honored to have you all as listeners as we follow through these varying topics of discourse and drama. This is our final episode of Season 2, and we will be taking a two-week hiatus as we develop our new syllabus for Season 3. If you have any suggestions for future episodes or vivisections, please let us know on our socials. Uh, we intend to introduce a guest for season three and are excited for the road ahead and have you all along for the ride.
0: That's right. Yeah, send us some stuff, man. I mean it's uh it can be uh kinda hard to come up with new topics that are decent to talk about, you know. That's why sometimes we just do kind of bullshit fluff stuff. But uh yeah, we're uh gonna go through the list and Take out the stuff we've already done, put new stuff on, try to get some other people involved. Uh, One day, hopefully, we can do like a call-in or something. Be kind of cool, you know, uh, maybe a Patreon call-in or something. Uh,
1: We are going to top this week off with the topic of extreme wealth and what it does to people, something that I aspire to those heights one yeah, day
0: I mean, I'd, I'd love to experience that
1: every time i close
0: my eyes but it's probably never gonna happen for most of the people listening to us right now the whole four of you <laughs> <laughs> thank you by the way yep um, uh devout four here um it is the end of the season end of season two this lap- last episode i think dave has a couple things he wants to say to you people all four of you
1: yeah, we're we're breaking up. Um, I'm going to be moving across the country uh, from one corner uh, down in the southeast you're gay. to the northwest <laughs> because there's uh, copious amounts of homosexuality and liberalism oh, there.
0: I hate you, Dave.
1: Uh Yeah, I, I just I need a change of pace. Uh, I've been here in Florida for a while. Did a uh, stint of about eight years in the Navy, moving around quite a bit. Came home, take care of some family stuff. Uh, family stuff is taken care of. And uh, I'm ready for a new adventure. So, we're gonna go through some issues trying to work out what the new status of blunt force drama is. Uh, While I get set up the new, you know, location, got to set up the office. You're
0: fired. Uh, yeah. Getting somebody else. <laughs> I'm
1: gonna try to leave a Borg replacement behind. It's <laughs> not gonna work. Um, not I'm just sure gonna use to Chat work.
0: GPT, like I said last time.
1: Dave GPT. Yeah, Dave GPT. <laughs> I'm
0: trying to dissuade him with gifts of new headphones and big titty goth girls uh yeah so end of the season um i'm gonna take a couple weeks off try to figure things out might uh just got a new mixer so that's why we sound amazing now um have four inputs so we're gonna try to bring some guests on the next season while dave's still here um probably upgrade some get some new mics four mics all together and maybe a booster stuff like that so I'm going to take uh, two weeks out and try to work everything out, yeah, there because may be, Dave's gay and he's leaving me. There may be a...
1: you, uh, use me!
0: <laughs> there may
1: be a, a small, like, season three, uh, mid-season hiatus, depending on what my status looks like, but we're going to try to front load some episodes so you don't miss out on a week-to-week basis.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to find somebody else. I can feel it. So Fucking Dave. I hate you. I'm
1: going there in pursuit of wealth and happiness. <laughs> and uh, I think the, the old adage that money doesn't buy happiness is the biggest crock of shit that's ever been spewed from someone's mouth.
0: I think so. Yeah, because it, it's kind of like that country song. It, it can't buy happiness, but it can buy me a boat. It can buy me a truck to pull it. and can buy me a fucking cooler full of beer. <laughs> stuff like that. You can't tell me that's not happiness. I mean it's somebody's I, I don't really give a shit about boats and stuff unless it's boats and hose. but
1: you know like children who have no concept of money right they're they're happy playing around in the mud you yep. every cool stick is the greatest toy ever <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean there's uh, yeah. there's no
0: um <laughs> my son has a fucking stick <laughs> i put it through it outside four times dude and i'm like what the fuck are you gonna keep doing with this stick this is a cool stick i'm like why is it cool it's like an oak branch that's, like, hard, and he uses it like a cane. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't need a cane. It's a fucking branch it's, off a tree.
1: Dude, boys and sticks. I don't know. There's, uh, there's like, a couple memes that come up on my, my Facebook, and it'll be like, you know, boys at, at 35 years old find, like, a
0: cool yeah. stick. Oh, yeah. I mean, when I do tree work, like, we'll find, like, a, a stick that that he cuts the nub off of, and it kind of looks like a dick and balls, and I'll be like, Yeah. <laughs> Like a big old fucking dong.
1: It's this masculine fascination it's, with wood. It's
0: great. Yeah, I love wood. Yeah. Um, but he like gets this stick and like pimp walks around with it. And I'm like, what are you doing? Uh, yeah. so It's free-fitty, Dad. I mean, it's free. I didn't have to buy that stick. Yeah. It just fell off the tree outside. Yep. So I'm, I'm down for that stick.
1: those sticks are mass-produced, too. Yeah, Everyone for, yeah. unique. No serial code attached. Right. Um, but they have no context of what finances are. Like equivalent exchange what anything cost you know they always know. want the next you know latest greatest toy
0: make your kids play monopoly because <laughs> like
1: and be a dick to him like ashley
0: yeah dude my son got a hard lesson you know it was so funny man he's like why i have to keep paying you in i'm like well because i own this you're like renting my house for the night you know and he's like this sucks and i'm like yeah dude that's why you need to use your brain <laughs> not your body
1: but anyway, Monopoly is just short form adulthood. Basically, it's, it's way more real, like realistic, uh, game of life than, than it, the life
0: game is. Well, when you play it as an adult, you're like, yeah, this is it. This is what it's about. You know, of course, uh, you don't get to start your life with like a whole bunch of money like Monopoly.
1: No, it feels like we, we do things backwards. We work our entire life and give up the best years of our life just to have some money to not work for a while and usually yeah,
0: and then usually you die
1: yeah and it's you know <laughs> pensions are okay you know even 20 years in the military you're still only walking out with like 3500 a month or something like that it's 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 a wildly like low number but you're not working you can retire from the Navy after 20 years and uh, you know be 40 years old maybe a little no. bit younger you know 38 and have residual income uh, but that's 20 years your whole life uh, that you're Putting on the line, literally, for money. Is
0: there a like four hundred one k program in the military at all?
1: Yeah, they have like Roth IRA funds and stuff like that. They're they're really big about putting information forward to help you succeed financially. Um, mm-hmm. You you go through mandatory financial advisor classes anytime that they are invested in your you know financial status. That's the first thing they do. Get you a CFA, you um, you know financial advisor. Uh, walk in there look over everything so they do try to protect you they they couldn't help me i'm a lost cause um
0: well you still get your gi bill right yeah that's 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 a benefit
1: that's not just like that's not true money you know what i mean there's no account that i'm just able to open up and access no,
0: no. Uh, I and mean, it's something though you can go to school with it like you're that's the reason he's going to fucking what you call it because he's going to school or whatever yeah, finally, like finally five hundred years old going to college.
1: <laughs> fucking uh Hubert Farnsworth from Futurama walking into high school. It's it's so backwards. And then you have these trust fund so babies that everyone hates because they've they've got the silver spoon, they've got the dough. They can yeah. literally do anything they want and I Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the, the breakdown looks like of the actual familial life you know like the richie rich idea where the kids alone all whole time they've got like servants and butlers and bodyguards but they never see their parents yeah that'd be a happy fucking trade-off for me (laughs) i I didn't see my parents yeah i didn't see one of my parents uh ever and then my mom i was always trying to get away from so
0: Uh, yeah i mean i i say you know like people are like at least you had a dad and i'm like yeah i don't know dude you know, I, I think maybe I wouldn't want wanted one. <laughs> but it is what it is. I mean.
1: It's like that Willy Wonka situation where they're all poor and happy.
0: Like, at least we have each other. crook Grandpa Joe's lazy ass wouldn't get his fat ass up and fucking go to work. And then, like, when he finds out he's going to get some free chocolate, he gets up. What's, what the fuck? Piece of shit. You bastard. Yeah. I love that it's movie. It's like
1: what a lot of Christmas stories are. You know, Mr. Screwed and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, it's all about family. That's what the real value is. And I, uh, I I pretty much disagree.
0: Um, you know, I mean, I like my family. But, you know... You've
1: got quality of life uh, across the board. And you can find this in, like, the modern middle-income American household. And you still have the same sort of familial bonds in, you know, the poorest countries living in a literal village. Yep. Uh, but even still, they don't have just, like... You know, some of these people in ultra-poor countries still don't have the context of what real wealth
0: looks like. Right.
1: And um
0: They're like getting chicken from the dump and washing it and eating it. Yeah. It's disgusting.
1: Yeah. Drinking water from like literal sewage holes and they're like, oh this is this is just what we do. This yeah, is life.
0: No. That's all they know. They don't know any better, you know?
1: There's no smart water waiting for them, you know, <laughs> at the corner <laughs> yeah. store. I've been drinking smart water
0: for three days, It they ain't make me no smarter.
1: Yeah, so if we look at like um the average U.S. salary about sixty thousand dollars so across that. the nation. No,
0: uh, <laughs> what the fuck?
1: <laughs> no, that's I mean that's that's average. You, you you get outliers like San Francisco and New York and shit like that that really inflate it. You know, I'm yeah, sure those don't, average salaries don't make are like ninety k just because rents. Well, I need to find 000. the
0: average because I still ain't there yet, and I would die for this.
1: Yeah, we literally kill ourselves. Uh, some of the jobs that we do are incredibly dangerous so dangerous and it, it seems to be like the most difficult uh jobs pay the least
0: yeah kind of you I mean, know when you were uh when you left our company the first time and went back to like what were you doing cooking or something yeah i was, I was flipping fries you were probably happy as shit though yeah no stress just chilling
1: i mean restaurant industry comes on its own kind of stressors it's it is non-stop uh for the most part but the atmosp- the work atmosphere is way different, you know, so.
0: You yeah, have somebody breathing down your neck. Are you doing the fucking fries yet, asshole?
1: Right, yeah. Uh, It's it's less oppressive than a lot of corporate jobs. The f- stress that's fabricated for the bottom line, you're not feeling that so much, right? No. Oh, fuck, I messed up a burger. Oh, just drop another one. Like, who the fuck cares, man? Sorry, bitch, your, your fries are late, cold, whatever. I'll make some new ones and, like. Problem solved. Yeah. Thanks for the 3.5 star review on fucking
0: Google. Yeah, and you give it to them for free and they're happy.
1: Yeah. That doesn't matter. Um, but the community there is... It's more fun, for sure. Yeah. Um, they're constantly cracking jokes and it's like, it's non-stop. So you have this immediate stress relief while you're working. But some well, of these...
0: If you worked outside with me, it would be like that. But you're in the office with all the corporate fuck faces.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm a square. Um, but these people <laughs> who have corporations under their thumb. I'm not saying they didn't work to get there, but uh, I've been listening to a lot of socialist propaganda lately. Oh, God. And, uh, you know, it's just reinforcing stuff that I've, you know, known or believed but, like, woefully admitted uh, just because I I still got to fucking pay rent. You know what I mean? So the way that employees are treated and, like, lower – I'd say lower caste society because if you're not 1%, you're still lower class. You know what I mean? The myth of the middle class American is is gone, um, and we have this perpetual notion, right, that someday, somehow, we're gonna make it. We're gonna be wealthy. We'll have to worry about um, the stresses of finances, and you know these CFOs, celebrities making ugh, eighty million dollars for a movie for a salary. It's just ludicrous, and We're not equipped to look at these numbers. Uh, Like Elon Musk, to date right now, it's worth about $198 billion. Just shy of $200 billion, right? If you broke that down to the year to the second, it's about $370,000 per second this man is, is worth.
0: Yeah, I mean, how much is that like in hard cash though? It's like assets and no, and for companies sure. Yeah, and...
1: it's it's very difficult to liquidate a number like that into actual currency. Right. Um, a lot of countries are set up uh, in ways where, like, you know, moving away from gold, the gold standard. Like, uh, most countries, if someone like him wanted to withdraw all their money,
0: it would just bankrupt the whole country. The whole fucking country. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that would probably almost fucking. It would definitely take a big dent in America even, you know.
1: Yeah, I don't think anywhere you lived in the U.S., if you had $370,000, you would be suffering at all financially. Mm. You, you could pay $10,000 a month mortgage. You'd still be fine. You'd still be able to I mean, pay a car. I
0: like, I like to say that like if I was to win $500,000 some, somehow, that I would never have to actually work again. Because I wouldn't go fucking nuts. Right. Blow all my money on shit. I would just, you know, buy like a $100,000 house or pay mm-hmm. my house off and, you know, buy maybe buy a new car for 20 grand or something.
1: I just think that when you reach this level of money, like everything in the world becomes disposable. You know, you've yeah. seen TikTok videos of these like um, Middle Eastern... Kids, you know what I mean, uh, early twenties and stuff like that. You know, just buying Lambos on Lambos and stuff like that, doing it for the for the flex. Uh, the Mr. Beast yeah, symptom yeah. that's affecting yeah. America, and uh, we have these wildly just confused notions of of what reality is. And at this point, if you're in that strata of financial success, whether it's inherited or you made it. I don't. I don't know how you look at anything the same as when you were before. Like literally, every avenue is open. You can get into any particular aspect well, of life socially. You know, yeah. like you got your private planes. You stay in the best hotels. You literally gamble entire. Well, I mean, people's unless you're Keanu Reeves,
0: in. man. Unless you Reeves. Yes, yeah, some people are he incredibly humble what <laughs> fucking rides the bus.
1: Keanu's a, a literal glitch in the matrix. He
0: he was in the matrix too. Yeah. Like he like went on an airplane ride going somewhere he was going and then like the airplane like he was in a, a what is it called when you a layover? Right. He was on a layover and then there was having some kind of problem with the it was like a 3 hour flight and then like a 45 minute flight. So you could go out on a bus in like an hour and a half. Mhm. So and he rode Coach. And there was something wrong with the plane. And then... So he was like, okay, well, I don't want to wait. So he, like, got a bus for everybody on the plane. And, like, took all of them to the same... Because they were all going to the same, right. same yeah. place, you that's, know? That's doing Rich right. It was fucking G, man. And he, like, shops at fucking Kmart. <laughs> yeah. And you had, like, a uh,
1: Snoop Dogg who had a custom tour bus for his son for his basketball team. Yeah. And took him around in style. I'm not mm-hmm. saying there's not... Some really good instances of people people being humbled and uh, utilizing their wealth for the good of their community and, and family, um, but by and large, I mean you can't you can't, you can't fathom uh, what this does to you. And I think that mm. we we think of a lot of weird people. Like Bill Gates is pretty much classified as a weird person.
0: He's right? a fucking nutcase.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to put it, you know, lightly in, in someone's terms. Um,
0: <laughs> I mean, he's like a fucking nutcase, man. I, I don't know what
1: like sort of philosophy... There's got to be a book. Someone's got to have to be a, write a book about the philosophy of being uber wealthy. You know, like mm. what questions do you ask of life when
0: you're at that level? Well, if you're Bill Gates, you know, you ask about buying all the farmland and you ask about fucking... Making new vaccines and controlling the population, <laughs> I don't, you know,
1: some Illuminati type shit. But like, we we are constantly monologuing ourselves, you know, worried about the next paycheck. Fuck, where is yeah. that going to go? The next random bill, vet bill, take the kid to the doctor, you know, car accident. It's like we're always one catastrophe away from pretty much losing it all, yeah. and it's um, not even a catastrophe. It's like. You know, over 60% of the American population is less than
0: $500 in the bank. Oh, yeah, um, most of them can't afford a $500 breakdown. Yeah. Like your AC or your fucking car or your refrigerator. Well, the
1: you know, $500 doesn't get you very far because of inflation lately. That's just... Yeah, it's like
0: and, two, $200, really.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's been like the, the adage that we've gone to is like the $500 standard. And that's historically what it's been. You talk to financial advisors and like... Yeah, you should have six months worth of all of your expenses saved up.
0: That's even uh, in, like, prep books. Mm -hmm. Prepping books in case there's a crash or you lose your job or whatever, man. Like, they tell you to have a bunch of money. It ain't that easy, bro. (laughs) Like, it's fucking hard. Especially when you got a family to feed. Like, if I was alone, I could do it. You know? But you got family, you got kids and food and dogs
1: and even to to achieve just that small short-term level of like financial success uh which is to say that your life isn't going to end if you quit your job you know and have to wait a month for the next job you still have to sacrifice like yeah you could do it but you'd also you know to reach that milestone you'd probably have to align all of your goals and cut back on what your normal spending would be
0: i don't think i would have a whole lot besides guns and ammo <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah but you're you're modifying your lifestyle uh for whatever it is we're always modifying our lifestyle I budgeting know, we've,
0: out. we've already cut out a bunch of shit because this is what we do you know but yeah you would have to sacrifice a lot to get what was it six months worth of shit mm-hmm. yeah fuck yeah you would that's like especially nowadays you know In the 90s it wasn't that bad you can fucking the house payment was $500 and now it's $2,500. Um, stupid rich though. Like I think that's why people like you hear about all these rich people doing like weird shit, Mm -hmm. you know, like fucking Epstein. The motherfucker was retarded rich, you know, and then he had an Island and he was doing a bunch of weird shit. Cause if you're that rich, man, like normal shit, don't entertain you anymore. You know, I'm not like justifying it, but it just doesn't, you know? I mean, I think about, uh, Fuck was his name? Rolling Stones? Or Mick Jagger. You know? Um, dude could have any chick he wanted and mm-hmm. fucking got used to that and banged a bunch of j- girls and then he's like, okay, well, I'm going to be gay now for a while. Try that out, you know? And mm-hmm. he was doing a bunch of gay stuff, which is whatever, but he's not gay. You know, he just tried it out to see what it was, was like because he's weird and rich. Yeah, you <laughs> Like... I'm rich and weird. I can't help it.
1: <laughs> to not have to worry about finances lording over you and, like, directing your life. To just say, like, they, they don't have stress. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like no... what What is the stress? If, if you're a trust fund baby born with several hundred million dollars attributed to your name, you're not even fucking 18 years old. Like no. It doesn't matter, man. Kid bullies you at school. I'll just sue his family to oblivion. Yeah. Right. You, you can get away with anything. Oh, doing 140 in my Lambo in a 35 school zone? Don't worry. My lawyer will get me out of it. Yeah. Like, there's, there's zero repercussion because you can afford it.
0: You know, I was, like, listening to something on the way over here, like, the sciences of this. And some guy did, like, a test with DICE. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had them, like, rigged where they always read, read 12. Right. But nobody actually checks them. And they had like high class rich people and then like normal people and poor people. And so, like, the rich people lied about it almost every single time yeah. to get like 50 bucks. And everybody else kind of told, Oh, it really rolled 12. And it rolled 12, you know? So, like, every other roll was 12 on purpose. And mm-hmm. uh, if it rolled six or something then you got 50 bucks the rich people lied every fucking time you know and then there was a study where they're like they're more apt to lie they're more apt to justify unethical things yeah yeah you know
1: workplace practices and like i mean know.
0: how many times you been on the road and seen somebody break down trying to push their car and like there's people fucking honking at them in the bmw instead of helping them Every, yeah. every time, every time, <laughs> every time, and some guy in a fucking 1998 fucking pickup truck g- gets out and pushes. You know, it's uh, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know if it would change me,
1: dude. It's, it's got it. Like as soon as, as that money that would money definitely hits
0: change me. the way I look and dress. <laughs>
1: but I mean, you and I, we would, we would take that money. We'd use it, you know, to set ourselves up to not have to work again. But then, what do you do after that? Like you just Whatever the
0: fuck I want, vacationing
1: <laughs> nonstop. <laughs> yeah. You have a uh, hundred and fifty acre land with you know several homes on it. You invite your friends out for the weekend I would and do just all kinds of stuff. Go do r- ludicrous shooting and rent monster trucks and like literally yeah. anything you want. It's like uh that's
0: what I would do. It was uh, like all a dream factory. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's every day is a dream factory for these
0: people. My my brother is uh talks about this kind of stuff. He's like, mm-hmm. man. You know the the lottery was like two hundred and fifty million. Or I actually, I think it was up to a billion at one time. And he was telling me about if he won it, he's one of these people that it would definitely change. He would be a weirdo on MC9. Mm-hmm. not doing like kid shit. Right. But, but he would be like the scene in fucking three hundred where the hump hunchback goes into the tent and there's a bunch of weird shit happening yeah, in the, there. Yeah, the but harem. Yeah, he would. That would be him. And he's like. You know, I would fucking buy a Willy Wonka purple suit with a big old fur digital underground coat, and I'd be driving around in Optimus Prime. <laughs> I'm like, what? You know, and he's like, yeah, man. Somebody would be like, man, I just seen Willy Wonka get out of Optimus Prime with a digital underground coat on. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Yeah, he comes up with this shit. And i was just like, See, you would blow through your money in in two weeks. <laughs> That's yeah, what would happen likely. to you? But yeah, man. I, if I won the lottery, I I, was, I don't I would buy things to take care of my friends and stuff, and then I'd just be chilling somewhere.
1: Well, you'd still live uh, like a relatively normal. I'd probably, when I say normal life, I don't mean like well. Obviously, you wouldn't be working, but like your your interests, your pursuits would still be aligned towards like family and yeah, yeah. taking care of you know friends and making sure that right. those you love are well taken care
0: of. I would uh, buy a mountain and just live in the side of it like the dwarves. (laughs) That would be my one thing that I spent a bunch of money on was like my mountain complex. And then, you know, that would be it.
1: So when these people reach these echelons of wealth, which I I think the lie of it is that, you know, it's like the self-made man, like, oh, well, Elon Musk started all these companies and yada, yada, and he's just a visionary, and I know we like most people have been picking on Musk for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. That's fine. He's, uh, you know, a, a symptom, not a cause. And uh, yeah, these these people are predisposed towards unethical behavior a- across the board. I e. Um, Epstein Island. I mean, Elon
0: um, Musk is uh, trying to fucking build rocket ships and make electric cars. Yeah, but he's
1: also sending like really fucking weird tweets, and then just buying up entire companies
0: uh i mean that's what you do when you're rich though you know yeah, at least he's kind of giving back a little bit what you do he's doing more than bezos bezos don't do a fucking thing except for build his rocket ship for him to fly around and he doesn't want anybody else to go yeah i don't know what his deal
1: is I, I haven't looked into his private life um
0: i don't really care a whole lot but you know i don't know what they do you know i mean i'm sure that they give to charity but that's just so they can do tax write-offs yeah, you know? exactly. It, it's a non-altruistic uh, It's not outlook. because they actually care, but I mean, I think that Elon Musk kind of, you know, he's, he's he went and did that battery thing in, like, a whole other country because they had all these, like, black rolling blackouts all the time, and he's like, well, I can fix that, you know, and they're like, really? And he's like, yeah, so he made a bunch of, like, big-ass batteries, and now they're fine. I think he did it for, not free, but... Not he, billions of dollars, you right?
1: Know? No, he he does have the power, and he has shown
0: uh, compassion in some situations. Like um, yeah, he's he's not like your average everyday rich person, you know. I don't think he was always rich. No, he
1: he was part of that whole um, buyout with uh, PayPal, yeah, you know, way, yeah, way back in the day. Yeah, did he like his, make it or something? Yeah, he was one of the. I mean, in, i don't think inventors, about inventors or makers, but he was one of the primary investors back then. Yeah, and that's. It's such a sick word. Like, oh, my investments paid off. It's like, man, that's just straight up luck. Like, you didn't help build the company. Uh, not yeah. specifically him, but like by by and large, yeah, yeah. people who got like Bitcoin, for example, right? Yeah. they yeah. didn't buy the company. They didn't do anything. They didn't start up a fucking server farm. Um, you know, hand in hand, putting GPUs right. and, and server clusters together to actually mine this like no they they found someone who just needed some startup
0: money and money begets money you yeah. know i mean that's the way things are though you know and i mean if you got the money if i had the money i would be probably rich by now because you know i can see things and be like yeah that's probably gonna make a bunch of money but then i talk myself out of things so i probably wouldn't be rich like i talked myself out of buying bitcoin you know i was gonna buy like a thousand dollars worth when it was like a dollar a coin Yeah, I talked myself into that, too. That would have been so fucking rich, Dave. (laughs) It would have been awesome, man. What's that shit like? Fucking $40 million or $40,000 a coin or something now? i would have been chilling. But power goes out, it doesn't matter anyway.
1: Yeah, we're definitely going to eat the rich when time comes.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. I think about that shit all the fucking time. (laughs)
1: Rich people just taste better.
0: um, You know, I'm just thinking, like, I'm always apocalypsing, you know, so... Mm -hmm. Well, what do you know how to do? I'm a carpenter. Okay, cool. Get over there. What do you know how to do? I'm a welder. Okay, cool. Get over there. What do you know how to do? Oh, I was a bank president. Okay. What else? That's it. I know how to deal with more than money doesn't exist anymore. So throw this guy on the fire. Yep. What? Spit him (laughs) up. Your, Your dinner, man. Slather him barbecue. Have a good time. Or make him be a slave. One or the other. Just general labor.
1: Yeah, like they. And then um, if he sucks, we eat him.
0: Like if he can't actually perform, then we eat him.
1: Yeah, they don't have uh, like obligations to get back their money. A lot of these these wealthy people don't feel obligated to help in like any situation, you right. know. Um, whether it's they're worried about protecting their reputation or their source of income. Um, I know, like we spoke about cancel culture, uh, culture earlier in the week. Yeah, There's some very it got real re-
0: kind of canceled a little bit on that. There are very, uh,
1: <laughs> very real repercussions about taking a, a political stance or a, a public stance on like a hot topic issue if you're a personality. Like I yeah. get that. Um, so you you kind of have to stay in your lane. But people yeah. who just come from inherited wealth, or their uh, residual income comes from investments in different corporations or, or whatever it is. Uh, they don't have to abide by those rules. You know what I mean? They There's no fear of consequence. And I don't think that's fucking healthy. It's like if you had a kid without any parenting and you just gave them a Toys R Us, right? And we know those entitled kids
0: no, uh, know, yeah, grow
1: yeah. up just fucked up. Uh, I, I had one uh, when I was a kid. One of my best friends, his mother pandered to him nonstop, and uh, literally just like made a little monster. Um, but he had like very low compassion, uh, very aggressive, very entitled. Uh, was not afraid to display his emotion, like especially you know beat him in a video game. He's fucking breaking controllers and flipping out and, and screaming. I was like, Man,
0: he just suck yeah. at the game. Then he, then he grew up and does all that in real life.
1: Right, that's that's dangerous. So when you have these individuals who are uh, of the same, you know, mindset and, and
0: caliber. Dude, uh, I fucking hate people like that, man. I used to work with this guy, and, like, you could tell that he was a spoiled kid. Like, he would throw his fucking hard hat down if he had to do anything. And it's, like, your job, you know? Like, it's not like somebody was making him do some kind of dangerous shit. It was just the same thing that he did every day. Like, it was, uh, all of us did it. You know, and he was like jumping up and down like a fucking four year old. And I'm like, What are you doing, dude? <laughs> like, you a, are you a man? Like, what is fucking going on over there? And then they would just let him go. And I would have to do it. I'm like, okay, now this is getting a little out of hand. You know, he throws a stampy fit, but I can't stand a stompy fit, dude. Yeah. Even a little kid. Fucking jumping around. You know, but Controlling your emotions when you when you don't have any guidance or anyone to show you how you just turn into this guy. So if you have a kid and you're a parent and your dad or mom whatever be there, man, and just ride out. You know, there's enough assholes running around in the world. We yeah. don't
1: need any more. Whether you can afford
0: the nanny or not. Yeah, I mean, you you ever see that movie, The Toy? With Richard Pryor? No. Rich-ass kid, goes to the toy store. He has every fucking toy there is anyway. <clears throat> goes to the toy store. You know, Richard Pryor's a black dude. He's just like a janitor in the mm-hmm. store. He's like, the kid's like, I want that. And he's like, okay, we'll take the, the carousel. Like, no, 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 no. Because he was like cleaning the carousel. He's like, I want the black man. And he was only like eight or nine or ten maybe in the movie. He was a right. kid. <clears throat> he didn't, I didn't know. He did know you know, he was like, he wanted the dude, so, they're like, well, he's not for sale, he's a person, you know, and they're like, well, I just want, I want him to come with us, I want, I want him to play with me, and be my toy, and they're like, no, that's not how this works, you know, so then, like, the dad went over, and talked to the Richard Pryor, and was like, how much for you to come play with my kid for a while, and he's like, well, how much you offer? And he offers some big amount of money. He's yeah. like, okay. <laughs> so he goes with him, and then, you know, they become friends, and the kid spoil the shit. Mm-hmm. Richard Pryor ends up teaching him humility. Right. It's a good movie. So it's an old movie, but it's a good movie.
1: It's the greatest fucking, uh, <laughs> greatest instance of turning slavery up on its fucking head uh, I've ever
0: heard. A, I mean,. Now that I said it and think about <laughs> yeah. it, I was kind of like, when I saw the movie, I'm like, oh, okay, he wants to buy the dude. You a know, heartwarming tale of slavery, just uh, in time for the holidays. Well, he was getting paid a lot, though. I mean, so it was capitalism slavery, just like everyone else. But it was a good movie, you know? And uh, But yeah, it's kind of what it reminds me of. I, like, I want that guy. That's wild. Looking at it as an adult, I'm like, damn. Yeah. You... I mean, I saw that because it was, you know, he was like, early 80s or 70s Well, right, he was young then when they made it so when i seen it it was in the 90s and i was a kid and i'm like oh well, rich kid wants to buy the fucking black dude i don't know. <laughs> you know i didn't know no different yeah but that turned real quick didn't it Yep.
1: Yeah. uh you, know, like you couldn't <laughs> you couldn't force like elon musk to do something like that you know what i mean you don't have that option to buy them off but yeah. on the inverse it's like man people like prostitution like what is your worth right so th- uh oh,
0: think about that shit when they like really first start happening it was like two dollars a pop god damn yeah
1: like you you put yourself in a situation you're at the behest of someone who obviously right. doesn't maneuver through the normal social realms yeah. well right because they're addressing a prostitute for sex right they have very little social skills like mm-hmm. right off the bat right they're secretive um, the
0: world's oldest profession.
1: Yeah, for sure. And it's like, you are putting yourself in a position where you're apt to be, like, you may agree to the, the sexual transaction, but there's the possibility of, you know, the emotional, physical, sexual, uh, transmitted diseases. I like actually
0: no. uh, through someone else, I know this gay dude, and he, like, he's got pretty much, he's got a lot of money. And, uh. He tries to like pay straight men to have sex with him, dude. It's like their favorite thing, and yeah, it's like weird, dude. But like, he it happens because it's a lot of money, yeah. Uh, I you know, he I've never talked to him in that capacity, and he never offered me any money, and even if he did. i was like, nah, bro, I'm good. <laughs> you know? I was uh,
1: just the, the concept of how money changes your perspective and your decision making skills. Um when I was uh getting ready to go out to the Navy, you know, I was in great shape, working out like four or five, six hours a day. And uh my uncle was a, a closet gay. He had some friends uh that were involved in a company called Bad Puppy. And you know, it was like a, a gay porn company. Uh they still like Don't magazines and it was like you know, birth of you know, some of the online Can uh Can I look porn. you
0: up online, Dave?
1: <laughs> no, because <laughs> I, I turned it down. Uh but it was I like <laughs> it was like
0: two or three hundred dollars a
1: photo. 12 photo minimum.
0: Wait a minute now. You got a photo?
1: No, no, I I don't. I turn them down, but that's what they do. They, it was like they're going to do 12 photos, you know, for like a two or three page spread, whatever. Naked? Um, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, like I wouldn't have been d- doing like, you know, gay intercourse with anyone, but it would have just been like, you know, modeling. And
0: uh, Well, you did that at work on the front of the stack body. <laughs> for <yeah>. free. <laughs>
1: So back then I was like, you know, 17, I was about to go off and I wanted to this, um, like I just turned like 18, uh, oh, okay. and like so they were they're 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 like, they're not, they're waiting like gay Oh yeah, yeah, you're 18 now. Oh yeah. And, uh, Oof. I was like, yo, like I'm trying to go be like a Navy SEAL and stuff like that. I don't, oh, I don't think I can have this gay porn history following me <laughs> oh around. Someone, so will, someone will find out
0: such the right idea there, buddy. Dude, I should <laughs>
1: have done it. Cause what? it would have oh been, hula- been a hilarious story to retell and say like, Oh yeah. Go look me up. You know what
0: I mean? I don't think it would have been that funny, bro. Oh,
1: no, that's so funny. No. Um, <laughs> no but this was at a point in our life where me and my uncle, like, you know, 2008, you know, depression hit, and we're down mm. to, like, 20 bucks for the week for food between me him, so you're and So you saying you thought about it? F- for sure. Mm. For sure thought about this. Like, heavily weighing the the risks versus reward, because... Dude, that's just two or three hundred bucks a photo. I mean, like maybe three grand. I walked away with.
0: It's not enough, dude.
1: For an entire lifetime of a potential stigma, All right? That's three grand, ain't shit. It was a lot back then. You have twenty bucks for food for the yeah, week, and you're literally like ways, man. counting gas to get to and hey, from. I've
0: been there, you know. And uh, it, there's a movie called Inde- Indecent Proposal. Seen this one, Demi Moore? Nope. You should watch it. It's good. Toy and Indecent Proposal. Yeah. uh, Indecent Proposal with Demi Moore and Woody Harrelson and Robert Redford. Robert Redford's this rich ass dude. Woody Harrelson's an architect. They're like trying to build their house. Demi Moore's his wife. Mm -hmm. So they go to Vegas to try to win a bunch of money. So they start to win. And then, of course, they start to lose. Yep. You know. So they end up losing a bunch of money. And uh, Robert Redford is like. 'Cause he's playing cards with him. He's like, Uh, you know, two million dollars for one night with your wife. So they're like no right away, you know. Then they go upstairs and they've lost all their money and they start thinking about it, well then guess what happened? Then it ruins their marriage and mm-hmm. but it was a pretty good movie. Uh but yeah, dude, I mean, I've been real low. I ain't fucking posing naked for no gay dudes, man. I'm sorry. It's just it ain't my thing. Uh so you made the right choice, man. Don't don't think that you didn't, because you did. Because then you know, what if you were like a, a navy? You stayed in the navy, and you're like a fucking high up, fucking admiral, admiral, admiral or something. And you're like doing some interview, and then somebody pulls, hey, that's Dave. He I got gay pictures of him. Oh my god, ruins your career. Yeah, and that's that's what I was afraid
1: of. But the like thought process in my head was this is a lot of money comparatively yeah Yeah, uh, yeah. at at that time and um that i just couldn't imagine like someone living the life free of those decisions of those uh suggestions and like to go to a store know you could buy the entire store to go to disneyland know you could go there every day of
0: your life it's (laughs) uh unfathomable on the on the amount of money some people have We'll never know. Like, most people will never know, you know? I mean, it is a lot easier to, like, make money nowadays than it was when I was young because you got, like, YouTube, you got uh, TikToks, right. and There's they all pay you.
1: Avenues where you can, like, the, Patreon, the domino effect.
0: Patreon, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Yeah, help us get there.
0: Without yeah. having to take gay pictures of ourselves. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, if that's what's necessary for it's, the Patreon. It's, it's now... Dave, you can do it. I won't. I'm good. I'll be the face and the ass of this company. <laughs> You're literally, both of those yeah. right now. Oh <laughs> um, yeah, man! But it's it's insane how much money some people have. And... Yeah, I'd I'd love to interview
1: one and ask him questions. You know about like child, like how how were you raised? Like at what point did you realize there were no limitations to what you could do? Like well, I mean, the sky I, was literally the limit.
0: I think it would be different for, it would be like situational, you know, so like somebody who was left a bunch of money would probably be a little bit different than somebody who like invented something or invested in something and made it and was poor before that. It would be interesting to interview both. So if you're rich as fuck and you want to come on the show and give us some money when you do it, uh, that'd be great. But without gay pictures though.
1: But I think even then, like you, you adjust to whatever your situation is, right? Uh, there's that meme of the the dog, the whole house is on fire. Like this is fine, yeah, everything's yeah. fine. Like you adapt to whatever situation you're in. So once that investment has been made, like dude, it's got to be ancient history when you were poor. Yeah, a lot of people are still humbled, like you know Keanu Reeves, but they're they're the outlier, right? They're the radical, not the
0: uh, yeah, it's not very not common. the
1: standard not very common no but uh i think we'll go ahead and and wrap up uh this season uh obscene wealth and the obscene practices and and behaviors that come with it it's it's pretty much integral right i I think it's a disease that 99.9 percent of those that population that one percent catch and, yeah. uh, some and everybody people... else wishes they had it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Inject only disease me. you wish. Inject me, please. <laughs> yeah. Keanu and, and some others uh, like him are immune. Well, he
0: literally escaped the matrix with all his money. <laughs> you know, I'll probably never feel any of that stuff, and most people won't, but it definitely probably would change everyone. You know, like, uh, you'd probably be a little more dickheady think you're better than everybody um i don't think that i would but
1: who knows yeah at the end of the day um in ashley's post-apocalypse you're all gonna taste the same
0: yeah it don't matter if you're rich black white green fucking food's food man You're (laughs) you're gonna get cannibalized
1: when the money runs dry
0: yeah fuck yeah wrap up
1: and on that note cue the music I ain't rich, but I damn sure wanna be Working like a dog all day ain't working for me I wish I had a rich uncle that'd kick the bucket And I was sitting on a pile like Warren Buffett I know everybody says money can't buy happiness But it can buy me a bone